what is up, world? <laughs> I was about to, I was thinking about like calling you guys or worlds, but I like stopped in between because I was like, world guys. It was a very uh, millisecond panic. How are you? What is up? Welcome back to another episode. Oh, of Third Eye Sipes. I'm your host Natalia, and this is a podcast for self improvement, spiritual growth. Esoteric knowledge, the of attraction, conspiracy theories, aliens. What the heck, guys? What are we talking about today? Who knows? Because um, because, I don't even know. No, actually, I do know why. Because I pull cards for you every week, as you know. So, of course, I have a card for you. Um, and then, honestly, we'll just go from there. So, how are you guys doing? How are you doing? Have you been checking in with yourself? Where's my checklist? Uh... Is this it? I don't think so. What the heck? I had a checklist, guys. You know I had a checklist. Anyways, um, it's usually here. It has, uh, it has departed, but, um, we're here, so we'll make it happen. Are you drinking water? Are you drinking water? I actually, I drank water yesterday, guys, and I'm so proud because I didn't drink water the day before that, and I have, like, this new app. We'll, We'll get into that, but... Um, it regularly asks me, like, if, if I drank water, and then, like, I'm, like, ashamed when I put no. <laughs> so, a great way to keep your water habits up, um, definitely carry a water bottle around with you. Like, if you're going outside, um, and you know you're gonna be out, and you're, like, you don't want to buy water. I mean, like, water's pretty cheap, depending on the water, because some waters are, like, ridiculously, ex- like, overpriced. I wouldn't say expensive, but just overpriced. Um... And then we also have, uh, you know, like the regular water anyways. So if you don't want to like just spend money on water and you have water at home, just bring like a water bottle around, like fill it up before you leave and just take it with you just in case of anything, just because you get thirsty. I always regret not bringing water with me because I'm like, oh, I'm so thirsty, especially in the summertime, guys. Like, I mean, I don't know where you are, um, depending on what part of the world you're in. I know I have some uh, people in Australia, so... It might be... Oh, it's 555, guys. Come on, we're, we're in tune with the universe right now. But um, is it? does it get cold in Australia? If you're from Australia, like, reach out to me and tell me if it gets cold. Because honestly, like, my interpretation of Australia is just, like, desert and kangaroos and koalas. Um, I also heard that, like, a lot of the land isn't occupied because it's desert. But I don't know. This could absolutely not be true, too. Um, it was so funny because me and my boyfriend were talking about yesterday, like, why don't... People just, like, reverse deserts. Like, why don't they just make the soil fertile? Um, and I said, for, it's probably for aesthetic purposes. Like, like, oh, look, we have, you know, oceans, we have deserts, we have mountains. You know, we got it all. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if that's why they don't do that. Who knows? Um, so, anyways, are you guys drinking water? <laughs> are you eating healthy? Are you eating those dark greens? Those dark leafy greens are the best for you. I actually, I don't know if I told you this, but... I bought salad um, for the first time in a long time. For those of you who don't know, like, I love salad. Like, I will survive off of salad. Like, if somebody told me that the only thing left to eat in this world was salad, like, I would be so thrilled because, I mean, I don't know if we'd, like, die of malnutrition, but, um, because I I think we need, like, I don't know if you could get, like, proteins in certain greens. I honestly don't know, but, um, oh, oh, maybe, yeah, like, pea proteins, um, but then, like, I guess you could include that in salad. I don't know. But, anyways, I love salad. And, um, ever since I got my, uh, Ayurvedic consul- consolation, would I say that? Consolation? Um, I was told to eat more, like, warm foods. And when you look up, like, how to balance vata dosha, um, for those of you who don't know what doshas are, it's part of Ayurvedic healing, which is an ancient in- Indian medicine um and it's said that we have three these three types of energies held within our bodies um these three doshas so one of them being vata which is what i primarily am because some people are like primarily one or primarily two um and very rarely somebody is all three so and that's called tri dosha but um so anyways like my vata dosha (laughs) is so funny (laughs) saying it because uh my boyfriend always like says doshas now so it's funny um so, since I am primarily Vata Dosha, I was very, like, overactive, like, 
out of balance basically so in order to balance it um since it's very cold and dry the energy um i have to stay away from like cold and dry foods and and eat more uh warm and nourishing foods right so i was told to avoid raw vegetables and salads which is my favorite so it was very depressing but i mean she told me I could still eat it, but just, like, to add more, like, warm stuff to it or whatever. So I just avoided it in total for a few weeks. Or not even a few weeks, maybe, like, over a month. Um, so it was my first time buying a salad, and it's just it's so good. Oh, I love salad, guys. Anyways, um, so are you eating your leafy greens? Um, and if you're interested in finding out what your dosha is... Um, there are quizzes online. I see, I took quizzes online, but I kept getting very, like, inconsistent results. I actually kept getting tri-dosha. So I, I like, my ego was all like, ooh, I'm tri-dosha. Like, uh, I, feel, I feel like the avatar or something. Like, I have all the energies or whatever. But um, then I kept getting also, like, vata pitta. And pitta is one of the other doshas. Uh, the other being kapha. So I wasn't sure. I was like, am I tri-dosha? Am I vata? Am I vata pitta? So I just got the the consolation from um, one of uh, the teachers that teach at my yoga studio. Well, it's not my yoga studio, but the yoga studio that I work at. Um, and she's an Ayurvedic practitioner. She's certified in it. So I asked for her help. And she did like this whole big consolation you could look these up too there but i mean depending on your budget i feel like they're pretty pricey but for somebody's services like that it's like hiring a therapist or a doctor not a therapist because she wasn't my therapist but like just like the price range i guess you can say like for one session or something like that so anyways are you eating your leafy greens what else was on that list i'm so mad i can't find it um oh wait no i don't think that's it um is it I don't even know. Guys, I'm in the middle of packing right now because if you don't know, I'm moving at the end of this month and like I could barely move because there's like boxes. <laughs> um, okay, so healthy foods. I'm just going to try to guess. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, so that's physical. Let's say, let's talk mental. Let's talk mental. Are you... Are you journaling? Are you expressing your emotions? Are you not bottling everything up? Are you talking to someone? Do you have a support system? Do you have a healthy support system? That's always, that's always a thing. It's always needed. Um, are you, are you doing the things you love? Are you being creative? Are you learning something new? Are you sharing? Are you listening to someone? Are you, huh, are you being a good human? Well, if you're not being a good human, I have the perfect episode for you. I, I don't, it's like, I wish I could tell you which, I will, I will tell you which episode it is. How to be a good human, season two, episode 25. That is how you can be the best human possible. Um, just kidding, but it's a good start, right? Uh, so anyways, I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys are staying healthy. I hope you guys are staying safe. Um, I heard there's this new strain of COVID. Did I talk about this? There's this new strain of COVID going around that's way more contagious. And some of my friends are, are already had it or have it now, which is crazy. Um, but what are we going to do, guys? What are we going to do with this? Will we ever get over this? Will we, will we ever succumb this? Um, who knows? Who knows? Eventually. I heard something about fall, that they're going to start opening stuff in fall. That's horrible fall. Oh, my God. Um, depending. I mean, I'm not a very political person, but I heard that uh, Biden, the president-elect, um, wants to just shut the whole country down again, which is kind of annoying. I'm not very a fan of that. Um... But some of you might be saying, it'll save thousands of lives. But will it? Like, do, do, do we really know? Like, do we really know that these numbers they're telling us is true? Apparently, every six minutes in L.A. County alone, somebody dies. Every six minutes. Every six minutes. You know how many? Let's calculate that right now. and Let's fact check this. Well, I'm not going to fact check it with Google because they're going to tell me the same stupid stuff. Okay. 
every six minutes somebody dies. So how many minutes are there in a day? Okay, how many minutes are there in an hour? 60 minutes, so divided by, oh man, honestly, I don't know how to do this. Six, 60 divided by six, 10. So what is that? Uh, 10 people an hour? Yeah, so six minutes times 10 people is an hour. Okay, so then, so that's, uh, so that's 10 people every hour. Now, let's uh, multiply that, how many hours in a day? 24. That's 240 people a day. Times, let's see, how long have we been doing this? Uh, January, February, March maybe? March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. We're already 11 months into this. 2,640 people. Okay, I guess. I mean, I don't know, guys. Who knows? <laughs> I'm like, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it could be true, but I don't think so because they're like the hospitals. I have like, well, I haven't been personally to a hospital, but when I went to the hospital that one time, guys, um, and whoever's a regular listener, like, you know, I've been to the hospital recently. Um, and if not, check out the chakra scam episode. That is season two, I believe. Um, that, that day I went to the hospital. Um, there was nobody really there. And I've also heard that people are saying that there's nobody really there. Um, like not on social media, but I think, yeah, I think on social media, like doctors are like, there's nobody even here. Um, and then I've also, I don't know if I shared this in the, uh, third eye Sife uh, group community on Facebook, but it was, um, I'll check if not, I'll, I'll see if I find it and I'll share it. I think I did though. And it was this doctor lady who went to go help out at a hospital in New York and, um, they were labeling people like COVID positive and they weren't even COVID positive. And then they were mixing people who didn't even have COVID in the same rooms as people with COVID. And then they would get COVID and die. So like, who's the, and it's also the hospitals too. Like whoever gets like, it's not like whoever gets the most deaths, but like, it's not like a competition like that, but like hospitals get money from, I guess the government for whoever's like, like the more people that die or the more people that have COVID there, I don't know, they get like the more money they get or something like that. So I heard a lot of hospitals are exaggerating their counts and their numbers um, just for that money, which is disgusting. Um, but what are we going to do, right? Who am I to judge? What is disgusting, guys? What is, what is that? What is that descriptive adjective? Is it an adjective? It is. It is an adjective. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyways, let's get right into this episode. Okay. Before we do anything, a message from our sponsors. And we're back. So I did pull a card for you guys, and this will bring us into our... um episode of the week. So, the card that I pulled for you guys is, oh, it's so beautiful. And I, uh, I pulled from the Universe Has Your Back deck. The universe, the universe's message to you guys, personally, take this personally, guys, because this is to you. I asked God himself, God himself, or herself, or themselves, or, I don't know, what's another one? I don't know. I don't know any more pronouns other than they, she, he, we, we, I, I asked us, I asked us, um, <laughs> what, what do we need to know? Whoever is listening to this needs to know this. Like, what do they need to know? So this is the message is the moment I embrace my peace, the moment I embrace my peace within and surrender the outcome is the moment that the universe can truly get to work. 
Now I'll repeat that. The moment I embrace my peace, say it with me. The moment I embrace my peace within and surrender the outcome is the moment that the universe can truly get to work. Now, for those of you who do not follow me on Instagram, I did do a card reading. I think it was either last week or two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. And it was all about letting go. And a theme that is in my life at the moment, more recently, those two weeks ago, but still very, very, still very present in today, is the concept of letting go and how you create your reality based off of how much you let go. And this is also something that I've been listening to, not on purpose, but that has been appearing to me um, just through divine presence and synchronicity um, by Aaron Dowdy. And I really love a lot of the stuff that he says um, of law of attraction because it's very... It's very true, and you don't hear it from a lot of people. Um, You don't hear that stuff from a lot of people. And he's come to a lot of his own conclusions that I have also come to um, on my own about the way the universe works and just basically manifestation and law of attraction. Um, So um, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, and he says that it's based off of how much you can let go, how much you create is how much you let go. Um, So a little example of this is if you're trying to manifest something in your life, um, say you want to, hmm, say you want to, I don't know, be rich, right? Or no, let's say you want a, a job at a law firm. I don't know. That's what came to my head. Okay, so you really want this job at a law firm, but you don't know how to get a job at a law firm. Every law firm you've applied to, they just turn you down and, you know, you, you've been you've been struggling for a while now. So now, you stumble upon the law of attraction and um you're like, "Whoa, I can create this for myself." So then you start trying to manifest, right? But as you're trying, you have all these like pre preconceived ideas of how it's gonna happen you're like okay so because the 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 whole okay so like the way of manifesting is knowing what you want and then putting the effort to get there and then letting the universe do the rest of the work people have the belief or the misconception that you have to draw out every like the exact way everything is going to happen. So you're going to be like, okay, I want this job at the law firm, but um, it's going to happen at this job party that I go to, and then I'm going to be drinking water, and somebody's going to approach me, and then they're going to give me the opportunity. This is not letting the universe do its work. Yes, you know what you want, but you're trying to create this whole entire storyline of how it's going to work. And it may not happen like that. It's going to happen. It just may not happen exactly like that. So by doing that and trying to go based off of this whole set timeline and this whole plan that you have set up for you, you're not letting the universe do its work and you're not allowing it to enter into your life instead you're trying to control every aspect of it so in order to to get that result you have to let go of the idea that it's going to happen this certain exact way or maybe let go of the idea that maybe you don't deserve it or you're not worthy of it or it'll never happen um these are all things that We just got to let go of, guys. And letting go, that can go with anything. Like, the way, like, we all understand already. I don't have to say that this is how it works. We all understand that everything is impermanent. This is something that was seen by the Buddha. And this is why he says attachment equals suffering suffering stems from attachment this is this is the uh this is one of the three 
no, not not the three jewels. Oh my gosh, um, the four noble truths. Four noble truths. Four. Why does it feel weird to say that? Four noble truths. Um, this is one of those, and this is one of the four main ideas of Buddhism. The first one being a suffering exists. First one is suffering exists. Second one is that. What is the second one? Suffering exists. Second one is suffering. There is a way to, there is a way to escape suffering. Okay, no, I, the second one, I'm sorry. The second one is the reason for suffering is attachment. Okay, so, okay. You know what, should I look these up? I'm, I'm trying to, you know, honestly, I'm just trying to remember them because I know them. So the first one is suffering exists. The second one is attachment. The, the cause of, or, yeah, the cause of suffering is attachment. The third one is that there is a way to transcend this suffering, that there is a way to get out of this endless cycle of suffering and attachment. And four is the way out is the eightfold path. Let me confirm that four noble truths. I used to know this by heart, guys. Okay, so... One, life has inevitable suffering. Two, there is a cause for our suffering. Three, there is an end to suffering. Four, the end to suffering is contained in the Eightfold Path. Okay, yep, I was right. Okay, so that's, and this is something, if you don't really know the story of Buddha, I mean, I feel like there's multiple stories of Buddha, but what I read was that um, he saw these these cycles of impermanence and he understood that nothing lasts that everything is just an endless ebb and flow it comes and it goes nothing is ever there forever so and in in people thinking that and in people attaching to stuff as if it's going to stay forever and then once it it doesn't work out to be what they expect or it ends or it leaves then that's when the suffering comes in so it's the disbelief that we will have something forever so this goes to anything this goes to relationships this goes to jobs this goes to homes this goes to happiness this goes to i mean but it this goes to everything but there's a way to transcend that is what i'm trying to say so the number one thing to not be a part of this cycle of suffering is non-attachment. Non-attachment, what does that mean? Letting go. Do not attach. Let go of it. So this is a very key concept in Buddhism um, and in many spiritual practices. And it's very emphasized that we shouldn't attach to things because it will honestly lead us nowhere. So... The moment I embrace my peace within and surrender the outcome is the moment that the universe can truly get to work. And this has been in my life, um, especially because, as I mentioned before, I am moving and um, it's very nerve wracking. It's not very nerve wracking, but kind of. And I try like I'm at the point right now where it's not anymore. But I did go through a short amount of time when I was like looking for places and then I felt like I couldn't find a place in time and it's very like scary like oh my gosh what am I gonna do because as you guys know I'm originally from the east coast from New York I have no family here I think I have like a cousin here that I have no idea who they are apparently from like my dad's aunt's niece or something crazy like that I honestly don't know um but I don't have anybody out here other than my boyfriend now who I met out here and then our friends and just friends that I have made along the way, but all of my, everybody I know, all my family's out on the East Coast, so it's like, oh my gosh, if I don't find a place in time, like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna have to go back to the East Coast, blah, 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 and it's just very, like, oh, this is crazy, um, so it's kind of like, I mean, I would never, if my family's listening to this, I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't think they are, I mean, I feel like my mom listens to it, but I don't think any, I don't, I don't know. They say they listen to it, but I feel like they don't listen to it. But I would never consider going back to the East Coast. So it's like, 
even if that happens, it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go back to the East Coast. Like, that's not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be homeless. <laughs> I'd rather be homeless than go back to the East Coast. No, I, w- I would if it got to that point. But that's just the concept in my head. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to stay with a friend or something because like, it's like I would take any other option other than that. Like, I would just like, I would couch surf or I would ask to stay with my boyfriend for like a week or something and then I'll, I'll try super hard to find a place. And then even my boss would help me like, she said she she told me if I didn't find a place she would put me up in the yoga studio that we work at because there's like a meditation room upstairs she was like yeah you can like sleep up there whatever there's like a bathroom there's a kitchen you know like so I would honestly do that rather than go to the east coast but I wouldn't do that because I'm not going to be in a crazy situation like that but what I'm saying is that that nerve-wracking feeling I was just like oh my gosh what am I gonna do what am I gonna do but then like to have fear and this is something that I heard in I think this is I heard this in the box and uh, the Bhakti Yogshala. Well, I think that's my school, but um, Yoga Shala, or I don't know. It's like this. Uh, it's like this couple, and they do kirtan, and um, they do a sangha every morning. So in the sangha, he was. I think he said this, and oh no no no! Actually, it wasn't in there. I'm sorry. Um, I listened to these morning affirmations yesterday. And it wasn't even, well, I listened to morning affirmations, but then the next video was like, wake up with God. And I was like, I want to wake up with God. Come on. So then it was like a collage, an audio collage of like pastors and stuff. And one of them said that to have fear is to not have faith in God. To have fear is to not have faith in the universe. You don't trust that God has a plan for you. You don't have, you don't trust that the universe has your back. Huh, universe has your back deck. That's the card the card deck I pulled from. So, and it, that truly engraves it in me because for someone who practices bhakti yoga, who practices devotion to God, how can I have this fear? How can I not trust God? God's plan for me. How can I not trust that I will be okay? Because I am always okay. I always go through these phases where I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I always end up okay. So what is the difference between now and then? So, once I released those feelings of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do, and fear, and just anxiety and nervousness, I can now move forward in peace. I've got, uh, look, I have, what is it, the 15th? There's two weeks left. I have two weeks left until I move out. I still don't have a place secured. I do have a bunch of places that... Um, I have to check out and that, um, are my options. Um, and that's that like a week before this, two weeks before this, I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm going to be homeless. I'm not going to make it in time. And then look, I have two weeks and I have all these places already like, and, and I'm, but it happened once I let go, once I let go of the outcome, which is what it says. Once I surrendered to the outcome. The universe truly got to work and I got all of these opportunities. And now, even since I haven't told anybody anything yet, I'm still in my peace and I still know that I will be okay because I know I'll be okay. So letting go is a very key concept to manifesting something that you want and just getting, getting what you deserve, getting what you need because you're... Your timeline, your life, it is said that is already written. It is written. I think that was said somewhere. I don't know. Let's see where that was said. But apparently it's already set in stone. It was written. Oh, that's like an album by Nas. Oh, it's a Bible verse. It is written. It is written. It is written. Matthew 4, 1, 11. Jesus responded to the devil's temptations, attacks, and lies with the word of God and with the word of God only. Is that what, is that why he said that? Okay, let's click this one. Oh, it doesn't even say. But Jesus said, it is written, man is not to live on bread only. Man is to live by every word that God speaks. Then the devil took Jesus up to Jerusalem, the holy city, He had Jesus stand on the highest part of the house of God. The devil said to him, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down. It is written. 
he has told his angels to look after you. In their hands, they will hold you up. Then your foot will not hit against the stone. What the heck? Man, I want to read the, I want to read the Bible. It sounds crazy. When I, when I was younger, uh, my mom told me, she was like, my, my, she was like, I read the Bible. It was one of the scariest books I've ever read. I mean, a lot of people may beg to differ, but like, I don't personally know. I've never read the, the, the Bible. I attempted to read, um, for the Christmas episode, um, that just passed. I was going to read, because usually I read a, a verse from the Tao, which I did not do last episode, I apologize. Um, at the end of each episode, I read a verse from the Tao, and I was going to read, since it was Christmas, like, a verse or something from the Bible, but then once I op- opened it up, it was like, all the words, like, was super tiny, and it looked like so much, and then, like, I was about to read something, but then it, it was, like, super random. I was like, I don't think this is just something you could just open up and read, like, a random verse from... But some of the stuff that I read from it sounds crazy. I know it's like a bunch of stories. I've been listening to, well, not recently, but I did. I think I listened to um, the first first 15 chapters, um, the idea of uh, the old, I think it's the Old Testament. There is a YouTube channel called The Bible Project or Bible Project. And they basically go through both the Old Testament and the New Testament chapters not chapter by chapter, so, like, each video will be, like, chapters 1 to 15, and then I sort of, like, chapters 16 to whatever, um, it goes by, like, each book, because I think it's, like, the book of Leviticus, the book of, um, I don't know, Abraham, I honestly don't know, but it, I think it goes by that, and then, um, so I listen to, like, the first 15 chapters, like, the general idea, and it's, like, a story, and I'm, I'm very interested, it's just, like, it's just like any big book, honestly. Like, I, I don't... I get so turned off by big books. But not, not like, so turned off. If it looks like it's a good book, then I guess I'll read it. But I'd rather not. I like quick reads just so I can move on to the next book. Like, I love reading, but, like, I don't want to stay on one book for too long. Like, I'm very excited. Like, right now, I'm trying to fly through this one book I've been reading for a while now because I bought a bunch of amazing books from this thrift store. And, um... They're, they're good books. I got The Power of Now for a dollar, guys, by Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle. And he's freaking amazing. He he is fantastic. He's like he's like an enlightened Ram Dass. Well, I feel like Ram Dass was pretty enlightened, but he's like crazy. He's just very in the, in the moment. Like, th- that guy has probably definitely reached enlightenment. I don't know if that's even possible in, in, in this physical this physical dimension. Um, because for a while, like, I don't know. Because, like, monks I'm not monks I know monks are like in training I guess but like what about zen masters are zen masters in land I don't know from what I've read I've read many books and stories on zen masters but I can't really can't really say there's this uh, one swami I listen to his name's uh, swami I always do this Padma. Vishwananda, Paramahamsa Vishwananda, and <laughs> this, it's funny that I did that, like, I'm trying to think of his name, and then I say it, because in his videos, when he, before he ever tells a story, he always, like, tries to think about their name, um, so it sounds exactly like that, but every time it's a video, it's like, the enlightened master, Swami Paramahamsa Vishwananda, and I'm like, I listen to him all the time, I mean, I wouldn't really consider him enlightened, but he is very intelligent when it comes to bhakti and his um he does know his does know his bhakti stuff i mean who am i to say that i mean like i'm freaking learning from him it's not like i know everything and then i'm like oh yeah he knows this um so anyways um i guess so for today we can we can go into i guess since we're already talking about it um, how to manifest correctly. So, how to manifest correctly. One, the letting go thing. That's the number one thing. Two, feeling, guys. Feeling. Feeling is the major key component to manifesting. So, say you want that law firm job, right? And... You're trying to you're trying to manifest it. So you're you're telling yourself every morning, I work at a law firm. I work at a law firm. But 
the feeling that you're having inside as you're saying that you may feel as if you're not worthy. So you can be saying, I work at a law firm, I work at a law firm, but you might be coming from feelings of lack. Like, oh my gosh, I, like I don't have a law firm job or I'll never make any money or I'll, I'll never be a good lawyer. Or I'll never do this. And you, you feel so defeated within, but you're trying so hard and you're saying, I work at a law firm, I law, work at a law firm. And it's pretty sad because like, it sounds very sad, like you're trying very hard, but deep down, you're just very defeated. Um, this will get you nowhere because feeling, guys, it's intention plus feeling. Intention plus feeling equals results. So, I feel like there should be an, something else in that equation. Attention, feeling... And hmm. I feel like there was something else on there. And there was it was another thing that I was gonna mention on the list, but anyways, feeling you need to feel the results. You need to it's vibration. The way it works is vibration. That is how the law of attraction works. Once you resonate on the vibration of the result that you want, of the life that you want, of the reality that you want, then you'll be in that reality because we are constantly changing dimensions, guys. We are constantly jumping through multiple realities based on the vibration that we're resonating at. So that's why you said like, oh, like that person has a low vibration, that person has a high vibration. People with low vibrations usually don't live very healthy lifestyles. They don't live very... I was going to say blessingsful, um, <laughs> very, um, very like, uh, rich, not rich in money, but in everything else and everything in general, rich lifestyles. And then those who resonate on a higher vibration, who are doing what they love, who are living in compassion, who are living in love, these people tend to be the ones who get what they want, who, um, live in peace and when I say get what they want, because I'm, as soon as I said get what they want, I imagine like this little like spoiled person who just like gets what they want because you just like rich people get what they want or like, why, how come all the bad people get all the good stuff? Like I've always hear that. And honestly, it has nothing to, like it has nothing to do with that. Somebody who's arrogant and like people who like hate one person, like, oh my God, that guy's so arrogant. He thinks he gets like everything. He, he thinks he's like the king of the world. But if he feels like he's the king of the world and he gets everything that he wants, then he will get everything he wants because he is vibrating on the resonance of him getting everything that he wants. Do you understand? So you have to be in resonance with the outcome. Be the person that you want to be in this present moment because there is, this on there is only this present moment. So in order to get the outcome or the results that you want, you have to move yourself into that reality, into that dimension. There are, there's these great meditations on YouTube. I will share them in the Facebook private community by Aaron Dowdy, who the meditation, he guides you through, okay, so you're sitting, you're, you're feeling, you go through the whole entire like body scan that calms you and puts you in the meditative state in order for you to receive the information. And then you visualize that person that you want to be. So imagine everything that they're doing. Imagine what they hear, what they eat where they go, where they live, how they look. Imagine that that perfect person that is you, that everything that you, that has everything that you want, that wants the outcome of of whatever you're trying to manifest. So for me it's um I am a it doesn't I don't have to be a best-selling author, but I I want to be an author that they invite to like Barnes and Nobles and I do book signings and I'm imagining myself sitting at the table and I'm signing all these books and people are taking pictures with me and I just really want to be a good writer. I want to be a good writer. I want to be a writer that is published. I want to be a published writer and I want to have people acknowledge my work. So, and then I, I also saw myself dressed as a monk. I saw myself dressed as a monk in a very holy place in, in spirit because that is also my intention. My intention is to be my greatest version. And in my, my eyes, my personal greatest version is someone who is very <sighs> pure or holy, so to say. But I, 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 I don't know. Like, I don't even... That goes... 
that, that differs for everybody, but somebody who lives with God in all moments, who lives in the present moment always, who can see the divinity in everything, in every waking moment. That is my, my goal. And I want to bring that to other people through my writing. So I see myself as this, this person who lives in presence, who lives in the light of God or the universe and is sharing this with other people and seeing other people admire that. And I'm hearing people applause. That's what I'm hearing. Like I, I gave a speech or something or I gave a talk and, and people are applauding. So this is all the stuff that I'm visualizing. And then once you like create that perfect person in your head, then you merge yourself with that person and you embody that person and you feel that person within you. And that is you attuning your vibration, your own personal vibration in that moment that you're doing that to that person. So if you do this every day, then you're constantly attuning your vibration to that perfect person, to that perfect outcome that you want. I'm not here thinking about exactly how I'm going to get there. You know, I'm going to first, I'm going to start by studying this and then I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to get accepted into this. And then I'm going to do that. Like that's not all I wanted. All I imagined was the outcome. And I merged myself with that vibration. And if you're vibrating at that resonance, then the universe is just going to get to work and do everything else for you because it's like, okay, say I'm vibrating at the vibration of a millionaire, right? My outcome is I'm the person I am now. And then my outcome is what I want is to be a millionaire. So then I start attuning my vibration to become a millionaire in that moment, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm now the vibration of that millionaire. You can't live in the reality that is in your life at the moment. Like say you're poor and you want to be a millionaire, right? As soon as you do that meditation, as soon as you attune your vibration to that, you're still gonna be poor, like physically, you're still gonna be in the same house, you're still gonna have the same money in your wallet, but if you stay attuned to that frequency of being the millionaire, the the universe is just gonna start rearranging all of that for you because you can no longer resonate on the dimension that you have been living on. You don't fit, it's not a frequency match anymore. So something has to happen. It's not like you're just gonna go bloop and then like, pop up in a new reality or a new dimension like and be like oh i'm a millionaire now like you have to get there that's it's not how it works there's a there's like a a climb you have to go walk up the stairs to get upstairs right to get to the end result so everything is just gonna start happening around you're gonna get all these coincidences you're gonna get all these opportunities and blah 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 and it's just gonna start rearranging itself if you stay attuned to that vibration because realities are constantly gonna keep changing for you until you reach that reality that you have been attuning yourself to so feeling that is the next number one thing so first is the intention second is putting the feeling into it and then man i freaking i thought of a third one um do 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 i thought of a third one guys i thought of it and then when i tried to mention it i forgot it so but i feel like those are the key components what else have i done to manifest Um, of course, visualization, if you want like different methods of, um, you know, trying to manifest visualization, affirmations. Um, I used to put like, before I moved out to California and I was trying to manifest my own apartment in Los Angeles, which I did. Um, I had quotes that I like, I wrote these down on like pieces of paper and then cut them out and then put them all over my house in my bedroom. It's the first thing I saw when I woke up. It was in front of my face when I was using the bathroom. Like, and it was just like, I have my own apartment in Los Angeles and I'd have pictures of palm trees. I'd have pictures of houses in Los Angeles. I'd have pictures of California. I had, I had so many pictures just like constantly in my face, my phone background. Um, and I was just always thinking about it. Um, so this, this is the freaking that that also and then i absolutely believed that i had my own apartment like i feel like that's the main reason why i created it um because i absolutely believed that i had my own apartment i was i was a little delusional guys but you know what it worked and like i don't i don't know if i could say because you can't easily manifest something without having to go crazy or anything because 
like me personally i manifested that i feel like because i like i went super deep like i got super brainwashed by this book and i got in so deep i was like I absolutely, like, I believed that I had my own apartment in L.A. when I didn't. Like, I didn't even go to L.A. before. I didn't have any money. I just graduated high school. Like, I didn't have a job or anything. So I didn't physically have my own apartment in L.A. But I believed I did. And I knew that if I were to fly out to L.A., like, if it was like, if I fly out of L.A. right now, I will have an opportunity for an apartment. Like, that's just what I believed. And because of that, I was attuning my frequency to that. And then, end result, I ended up getting my own apartment in L.A., which was very very odd because I had released that I had released that um from my head for for over a year and then it just happened so it was like weird it wasn't like I was consistently trying to manifest it for years or anything like that it was like for a good amount of time I was very much trying to manifest it but then after that like a year passed maybe a year and a half and I didn't really care about that anymore and then I ended up getting it which was so maybe that's like the letting go, right? Like letting go of how you're going to get there. I mean, I didn't really have a plan of how I was going to get there either. So I don't know. Maybe it, maybe if you just let go in general, not even letting go of how you're going to get there. Just let go. Just like, I want this and then just forget about it. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you the laws of the universe, guys. I mean, I could try. I could tell you what what other people say, but I can't really can't really you know I can't I can't guys um yeah feeling that is that is the main thing and then I think that's really it I mean I did think of something but like it must have not been that important because if I'm thinking about like how would I manifest so it's intention putting in the feeling action there you go action action that is the third one you have to put in the freaking work guys this was my number one mistake um in doing all this trying to manifest uh you know my own apartment in LA I wasn't doing anything whatsoever to get to that I was only doing the visualization so say you have the feeling you have the the intention right you have the intention and you have the feeling and you're doing all the visualizations and the affirmation but you're not putting in physically any effort to get to that end result nothing's gonna happen the universe will not help you unless you help yourself first this is something that I've said frequently on this podcast the universe will not help you unless you begin to help yourself first and i i compare this if you've ever seen moana the disney movie there is a moment um where she falls into the ocean she's already like on her journey in the middle of the ocean she falls into the ocean and she's trying to swim to i guess the boat i think she's trying to swim to the boat like the waves are getting crazy and she falls out of the boat and then the boat starts going away really fast so then she starts like trying to swim towards it oh no not even she's like she keeps getting thrown off the boat i don't know honestly i don't really know exactly what happened she gets thrown off the boat keeps getting thrown off the boat or something and then um she asks the ocean so the the ocean in this context is the universe and i feel like the ocean is just the universe in general for this movie um or god um but definitely definitely that um she's in the water and she's like a little help here but she's not doing anything like she's just sitting in the water like come on put me back in the boat like you freaking can move everything like we're in a constant communication like come on help me out here and then nothing happens she's like And then she gets upset. She's like, oh, my God. So then she starts to swim. The moment she starts to swim, the universe puts her, the ocean puts her right back in the boat. Like, just like that. The second that she puts in the effort to swim forward, the ocean just picks her up and puts her in the boat. So it's a very good example and, and visual representation of how the universe actually does work. And that movie is so powerful to me personally. Like, I have a very personal attachment with that movie. Um, I feel like... It sounds crazy, but I feel like the universe made that movie specifically for me. Because that movie is my exact life, like, in a timeline. Like, as it was going on through... Like, the first time I ever saw that movie, I literally cried from beginning to end. But not because it was, oh, it was such a good movie, so I'm crying. No, like, 
I was crying because I was like, I can't believe this movie is my life in a Disney princess movie form. It was my entire life from the more, the beginning I was younger to when I was older. No, my grandmother did not die, but I wish I had, you know what? I wish I had a wise grandmother. I mean, okay, I'm not going to say my grandmother isn't wise, I guess, but I wish I had like, like the grandmother in Moana or like a Native American grandma, like with a, a staff and she's like, follow your ancestors. Like, I wish she was cool like that. But, um, instead she goes, I tried to see my grandmother. She goes, when I brought my boyfriend over there, uh, to meet them, she was like, I tried to teach her Spanish, but she decided to go a different way. Like, no, you didn't. Nobody tried to teach me Spanish other than my dad. And what way did I go? Like, I, I'm mad that nobody taught me, tried to teach me Spanish. Like, what the heck? I have freaking... Everybody in my family speaks Spanish. Probably except me, because nobody ever freaking taught me. Like, who does that? I would never do that to my kid. If I knew another language, I'm going to teach them the other language. Like, I don't know. That's annoying. I'm not going to get upset about that. But come on, guys. <laughs> but come on, guys. But anyways, back to action. Yes, you have to put in the action. So the reason why nothing happened for me in that moment and I feel like if I did put in the action towards getting my own apartment in LA at the time that I was super like believing that I had my own place I feel like things could have happened faster and within that year and a half that you know I let go of getting my own place in LA I wasn't even thinking about that I was still planning on moving to California but I was saving up money so I was working and just saving up a lot of money and that was my action. There was nothing else I could do. I wasn't just going to go fly out there. I mean, I could have enriched it without any money, but I, that wouldn't have been very smart of me, I don't think. Um, so I did save up money, and then eventually, somehow, some way, I did get to California, and it wasn't even like, I was like, okay, now it's my time to, you know, buy my ticket and go to California. I have enough money. Like, it was like, I was just saving up money and I didn't even care if I was going to California anymore because I was very also set on going to Hawaii, mainly because of the freaking Moana movie. <laughs> Not mainly because of the Moana movie, but that movie did awaken a lot of past memories for me. Um, and I felt very drawn to Hawaii during that time period. So I was like, I I'd rather just go to Hawaii, honestly. Um, but then somehow I got pushed in during like circumstances that happened and situations that I actually had to go to California. So it, it was crazy the way it worked out. And then a few months later, not even a year later, I had my own apartment and that wasn't even on purpose either. I just like applied for my own place, but it was like a six month waiting list. And then, you know, I wasn't, I completely even forgot about the apartment. Like I, when they called me to tell me I got it, I was like, Oh, like I don't even, I don't even remember doing this, but it's, it's divine timing, guys. You get everything that you need at the moment that it is meant to happen. So, remember, guys, the key to manifestation is number one, intention. Number two, feeling. Feeling. Putting yourself in that feeling that you are already. Not feeling like you will get it because there is only this present moment. Be the person you want to be now in this present moment because there is only now. There is only this moment right now. So if you keep saying, I will, like, you know, you feel like, oh my gosh, I will get it. I feel it. I feel it. I will get it. No, feel that you have it. I have it. I have it. It is in my life now. It is here now. It is here now. So intention, putting in that feeling, knowing what intention is, knowing what you want, knowing the outcome, the end result, not knowing how you're going to get there, just the end result. What do you want? Know what, what you want Two, add the feeling. Feel as if you already have it, that is already there, that is here in the present moment, here and now. And then three, put in the action to change your life to attune to that reality, to that end result that you want. Put in the action, save up that money, get a job. It doesn't even matter what it is. Like you want to be a great artist, start drawing, start painting, watch videos on YouTube. Do you want to... Be a music producer, an artist, a rapper. Start writing your music. Start downloading free music programs just so you get an idea. Maybe you know somebody who has a, a music program that they can um, download it on your system. It's There's so many things that you can do to put in action, to put in that first step forward into getting that outcome because then 
once you put in that little bit of action, once you, once the universe sees, oh, this person actually wants it, they're not actually just trying to, you know, get something out of me. They're actually going to put in their own effort. I'll help them. They, it, the ocean will put you right back in that, put that, put you in that end result, put you in that boat. So intention, feeling, and action. I think those are the three jewels of manifestation. Um, and that is that. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I did this episode. I've been meaning to talk about this for a while now. There is another episode that I did. I think it was season one. I'm pretty sure it was season one, um, where I do also talk about this. Um, but I don't think it, I think I talked about it very lightly. Let me go back to season one. Um, let's see. Maybe it's this one, the spiritual trend, the key to manifestation. It is season one, episode five. It's not going to say season one. It's just going to say episode five. Um, and it's called the spiritual trend, the key to manifestation and feelings. I can't read the rest because it's just like dot, dot, dot feelings. It's probably a feelings of doubt. Um, and I'm sure that what I mentioned on feelings of doubt, if you want to go check out that episode, it's episode five, um, is you can't have any doubt. You can't have that fear you can't have that distrust in the universe because then nothing will happen once you have that little bit of doubt that little bit of distrust will put a barricade a door right in front of your end result and it'll they'll lock the door no matter if you have any little bit feelings of doubt that's why i mentioned before fear is not having that trust in god so Just to reiterate, the moment I embrace my peace within and surrender the outcome is the moment that the universe can truly get to work. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. Um, I'm so eternally grateful for you. Um, If you like... If you like Third Eye Sides, I've never said this before, but if you like Third Eye Sides, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody who you think might benefit. Or even if, like, a certain episode, if this, if you feel like this resonates with somebody that you know or that, like, you feel like it, it should apply to somebody you know, share it with them. Tell them to listen to it. And that and if you are one of those people now, like, say that they share it and you are listening because your friend shared it to you, then this is your friend trying to help you. They know that you have the ability. They know what your truest potential is and they know you can get what you want but you have to just know you just have to know the keys you have to know how to get into alignment how to fall into this perfect path of creating everything that you want and they are trying to help you they see that you are capable of doing it you just need a little push you just need you just need to swim a little bit and and they know that you will get inside that boat so Again, if you like this, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your boss, your teachers, share it with everybody, guys. I almost shared the podcast with my dentist, but it was too late. It was too late. I didn't have enough time to share it with him. But, <laughs> but um, yes, thank you. Please continue to, yeah, listen to the, listen to the podcast, guys. We're going to have some special guests coming up soon this year um, in future episodes, maybe fairly, fairly recent. Once I get over this move, um we'll have within the next month guys we'll have some guests on here but again we do episodes every friday um and weekly card readings every friday and if you want a monthly card reading like a card reading for the month i do those on my igtv Um, my instagram is natalia of earth and a big announcement it is staying natalia of earth um my main concern of like uh not wanting to keep the name because in other episodes you've heard like I have said I haven't said it a lot but it's just like my Instagram's Natalia of Earth but it might change soon so I don't know so it's not gonna change anytime soon unless I absolutely decide to change it but it is Natalia of Earth N-A-T-A-L-I-A of Earth this planet Earth if you want to check out my writing please support uh my website is the writings of natalia.wordpress.com I do blog posts there every Monday um the link is in my Instagram bio um, but you could all my links, all my ebooks, all my poetry, all my photography collections are on my website. Um, but that link is also in my link tree on my Instagram. Um, so check out those. I have store. I make bookmarks. I make jewelry. I will be releasing um, tons of uh, collections in the upcoming months, guys. I have so much planned. I have so much planned. I'm not gonna get overwhelmed. But I'm not gonna bombard you with all this stuff that I have planned for you guys. I'm just going to surprise you with it. So again, thank you so much. Thank
Thank you. Thank you. For eternally supporting me. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. You are beautiful humans. You are capable of achieving everything that you desire. You are so capable of it. And I believe in you and I trust you and I love you and I put my faith in you. And I know the universe has your back, always. The universe always has your back, even if it may not seem like it. So I'm going to close this episode off with a verse from the Tao. The Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu. For those of you who don't know what it is, it is the base, one of the main, most main texts of Taoism. The Tao is, is the incomprehensible the universe, God itself, I am that I am. This is verse two. Under heaven, all can see beauty as beauty, only because there is ugly. All can know good as good, only because there is evil. Therefore, having and not having arise together. Difficult and easy complement each other. Long and short contrast each other. High and low rest upon each other. Voice and sound harmonize each other. Front and back follow one another. Therefore, the sage goes about doing nothing. Teaching, no talking. The ten thousand things rise and fall without seas, creating, yet not possessing, working, yet not taking credit. Work is done and then forgotten. Therefore, it lasts forever. Have a great week. <laughs>